0: Welcome to the Tiny Tips episode of Parenting in Real Life. This episode is all about Mother's Day and how to have a great Mother's Day experience, even with tiny kids. Are you ready to strengthen your home and family? I am, which is why I am sharing some of the best tips, research, stories, and take home activities I can find to help us create a home that is a place of peace, love, and kindness. I know we can do this together. This is the Tiny Tips segment of the Parenting in Real Life podcast. Hey, this is Alexis. I'm so excited that you're with me here today. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about Mother's Day, which is on May 10th. And if you're listening when this comes out, which means we are less than two weeks away from Mother's Day. Who are you celebrating this year? If you are a woman with children or not, I hope that you include yourself in that. I love this quote by Sherry Dew that says, Motherhood is more than bearing children, though it is certainly that. It is the essence of who we are as women. It defines our very identity, our divine stature and nature, and the unique traits our father gave us. So even if you don't have children yet, know that you have the heart of a mother and can still influence others as a mother could. I remember when I was 18 years old, our church con Congregation asked all the women 18 and older to stand up to get a special treat for Mother's Day. I can't remember exactly what it was that they gave us probably chocolate or a flower or something but I love being able to stand with these other women because we were all mothers and have motherly characteristics to care and nurture all the children around us. When we were first married, uh, Mother's Day was just, you know, a fun holiday. My husband would get some small gifts and we would make our moms, some Mother's Day gifts, and then usually either my husband or if we were with other people, the men would cook the meal and it was a nice day. Now I'm a mom of five kids and Mother's Day is mostly like every other day. Not for the lack of my husband trying, he really does try. And the kids give me sweet little cards and breakfast in bed in the morning. It's just that we are outnumbered. And we have kids who still need lots of help. There's hair to be done. There's kids to dress. There's breakfast to be made. There's shoes and socks to find. There's fighting to break up. There's reminders to share. And there's questions. So many questions all the time (laughs) that are asked. And usually we're rushing to get to church. But not this year. Since we are not having church right now, this might actually be one of the best Mother's Days yet. So we'll see. But my point is is that I keep my Mother's Day expectations low, 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 low. Otherwise, I get really frustrated about the day. And there's some other tips that I wanted to share with you, too, about how I make my Mother's Day a good experience, no matter what happens during that day. So number one is communicate what you want. One of my very favorite Mother's Days was when I had my fourth baby. So he was six months old. And he slept best when he was being held, which is not ideal. But all I wanted was a Sunday afternoon nap. So I told my husband that I wanted to take a nap that day, and he was totally fine with that. So I took my little six-month-old upstairs, and I snuggled him up, and we both got a really good nap. And it was so nice. It was just nice to have that little break. Um, But my husband may not have known that's what I wanted, that I just really wanted a nap unless I had told him. And so I hope that if there's something specific that you want on Mother's Day that you tell your husband or your parents or whoever you're with (laughs) that you need these specific things. Otherwise, they probably won't know. If you want breakfast in bed, tell your husband to do breakfast in bed. If you want flowers, tell your husband that you want flowers. If you want a foot massage, Tell your husband you want a foot massage. (laughs) I am such a firm believer in open communication and just letting your spouse know what you want and rather than them trying to guess. So if you have something that you want, let your spouse know. Number two is don't cook. One of my favorite breaks about Mother's Day is not cooking dinner, but I make sure to give my husband a hand by planning something that's simple to make. Either something he's made before or a crockpot meal or something that he can grill on the barbecue, something that I know he can do without my help and without me trying to explain things to him. So make it easy for yourself. Give your husband something to make you for dinner that's easy and that he can do. Number three is remember that even though your kids know it's Mother's Day, that doesn't mean they're going to be kinder to each other. Because let's be honest. That's really what I really just want for Mother's Day is for my kids to be kind and, and not crying or fighting. Um, but that usually doesn't happen. In fact, it's usually worse. It's usually like they're more mean to each other and more grumpy on Mother's Day than any other day for some reason. But... I try to remember to embrace the few moments when they smile and give me a big hug and say happy Mother's Day in the morning and give me their cute little things that they've made at school, which another thing that's not happening this year, (laughs) but hopefully your kids will make you some little drawings or something, but they're always so cute and excited when it's Mother's Day morning and they walk in with breakfast and just remember those cute little faces when they do that for the rest of the day when they aren't that way anymore. So you can keep smiling throughout the day. Remember that your kids love you, even though they're bugging each other. Number four is get your mom's gifts in advance so you don't have to stress about it. I always feel like finding Day Mother's Day gifts are really hard because I just don't know what to do or what to get. Um, But if you plan in advance like a week or two before, then you're not stressing about it on Mother's Day weekend and you can have a more enjoyable day. So... If you haven't bought your mom's or made something or whatever you plan to do for Mother's Day, um, start working on that now (laughs) so you're not stressed later. And then number five is remember that even though it's your day, it's also a day for all women. So spread the love, send cards, write texts, give small gifts, tell the women around you that they're doing a good job because we all need to hear that, right? Everyone needs to be told that they're doing a good job. So make sure that you're sharing that Mother's Day love with all women around you, whether they have children or not. Let them know that they're doing a good job. And if they're affecting your children in a good way, let them know. Um, Let them know that you love them. So I hope those five tips will help you have a good Mother's Day on May 10th in less than two weeks, it's coming up. (laughs) Um, but I hope that you enjoy that day and that your family can do kind things for you and that you can also do kind things for others. And that wraps up our tiny tip segment today. And I will see you next time. Bye.